All right, thanks everyone, and welcome to Ask the Experts, a daily series from 8.30 to 9 a.m. And it's all focused around helping small businesses. Uh, big thanks to Intuit QuickBooks for um, having us all here today, including myself, um, live from my living room. Um, you can ask any questions in the comments, or you can, if you're on Twitter, use the hashtag QBATE, that's Q-B-A-T-E, um, and hit us up with any questions. Uh, my name is Alex Schlagman. I'm one of the founding partners of SaveTheHighStreet.org. Um, what I'm going to be doing today is I'm going to be fed through a whole series of questions from the team at Intuit. We're going to be picking these up from you, whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on YouTube, whether you're dropping these questions in via Twitter. Um, and we're hopefully going to be able to get through a lot of these questions. Um, I think the reality is, um, speaking to the guys, that we're going to have to filter some of them. So if I don't get to your questions today, um, do feel free to drop me a line um, on uh, info at savethehighstreet.org or just go onto the savethehighstreet.org website and hit us up with some general messages. Good. So I'll just give you a quick background before we get into those questions. The guys at Intuit QuickBooks would like me to sort of introduce SaveTheHighStreet.org, tell you a little bit more about what we're doing, um, not just generally, but specifically as well, what we're doing to support businesses through this really highly disruptive period for the high street economy. So SaveTheHighStreet.org is an industry-wide movement. Uh, we're on a mission to ensure diverse, thriving high streets and a high street economy that's ultimately powered by an army of really successful, uh, independent uh, high street businesses and you know, really um, engaged, supported local champions, local community champions across the UK. So uh, we've been doing this for you know, three and a half years now coming up, August 2016 is when the movement kicked off. Um, and ultimately, it all kicked off because the success or failure of high streets really impacts everybody. Um, everyone can play a role in ensuring high streets are successful. It's not just down to the business owners themselves. We need to ensure that the conditions are in place for local business owners to be successful on the high street. Um, but ultimately, successful, thriving, diverse high streets really do benefit everyone. So I'm starting to see some of these questions coming in. I'll give you a little bit more of a background about you know, what's going on now in the meantime while these questions are coming through. Um, so, yeah, we've talked a lot about, you know, being in the most transformational, challenging period in the history of high streets. And March 2020, um, that really got taken up a level. So where we are right now, you know, ultimately, uh, the disruption caused by the coronavirus uh, is clear for everybody to see. The reality is only a small fraction of high street businesses are still open and there are high streets up and down the UK that have been turned into ghost towns. Um, the reality is that, you know, the worst case scenario for the future of the high streets um, is playing out in front of our eyes and is, is clear for everyone to experience today. But that isn't the future of the high street. The future of the high street actually depends on how we act now. Um, so... You know, we've got uh, we've got a very important period ahead of us, and you know, clearly everyone can play a role here. And the government has already taken action, so um, we're probably going to talk a little bit about this today. But I'm going to try and focus in more on what are the things that independent businesses can be doing in this future high street, 
um, and on the coronavirus era high street to ensure they're set up for success, to ensure they can weather the storm, um, ensure you're a local business yourself on this high street, you can put the things in place to make sure you save money or you make money and really give yourself the best chance of success in this new period. Uh, but the government did take action in March, um, the spring budget, um, and then the following announcements through March laid out the largest financial support package in the history of the high street. Um, and while that's essential, and lots of us really pushed for that, alone, that's only part of the solution. What's really required now is that every single business and every single high street has a new plan. Um, what's required now is that everyone whether you're um, a local authority or a local champion, or whether you're the local business owner yourself, whether you're a landlord with tenants on the high street, you all need to be looking at what can I be doing now to make sure that I'm successful. So over the last month, what we've done at SaveTheHighStreet.org is initially focused on what can be done by independent businesses in this new world. So um, we've gone through a whole exercise with uh, dozens of independent business owners and local champions to look at what are the things that you can do as a high street business to save money, to make money, to apply for grants, to apply for loans, to um, use new forms of community engagement in this new environment we're in, to use any forms of digital marketing that can really set yourself up, to ensure that you're set up well for e-commerce, to look at things like online delivery that's not just about selling all around the world, but it's around serving your local communities on demand. Uh, we've looked at every single side of what it takes to support yourself as a local business owner, make sure you're successful in this new environment. And over the last two weeks, we've been rolling out an end-to-end -end program of support for independent high street businesses and high street champions across the UK. And there's a couple of layers in that. I'll just give you a quick background to some of the things that we're doing to support the market at the moment. Um, if you go on to savethehighstreet.org, you can sign up for a newsletter that's um, basically providing free ideas um, that are all about sort of positive things you can be putting in place in your business during this era of what we call the coronavirus high street. Um, and this is all kinds of things. Again, going back to the stuff we've been doing through our research and um, Thinking about the positives, this is, you know, uh, looking at what can a local business or a local champion do on this modern high street. Uh, we're also going to be releasing a uh, what we call a high street health check. Um, so this is a tool, and again, follow the newsletter at SaveTheHighStreet.org to find out more about this. Uh, but this is going to be basically providing you a view of what are your key threats and opportunities. What are your sort of vulnerabilities and the things that you could be doing that you may not be doing at the moment that set yourself up well on the coronavirus era high street. Uh, and we're going to be releasing that over the coming weeks too. Uh, and last week, uh, we released the most comprehensive support program, looking at everything that a high street business can be doing in this modern world and um, supporting um, a set of businesses that we're enrolling every single week at the moment. Um, we've got a limited capacity that we can bring on, but we're bringing on as many as, many as we can onto a 12-week program. It's like an accelerator uh, where we'll work as part of your team to support you through this entire period. Uh, there's ongoing mentoring, live um, online chat with mentors, 
Um, you can book calls with your mentors as well to talk through things. And ultimately, the program is about developing and implementing this new plan, putting in place a plan that's all about making sure that you're as successful as possible, you know, not just long term in the future, but make sure you can you can really sort of ride this storm and come out the other side as strong as possible. Um, so, yeah, that all kicked off over the last two weeks. You can find out more about that either at savethehighstreet.org or there's a dedicated website um, that's focused on this where you would need to register, which is at joinjoe.com. That's J-O-I-N-J-O.com. Um, so joinjoe.com is a focused um, 12-week program. Joe is a digital assistant tool that allows us to provide this service both remotely but also affordably for high street businesses across the UK. Um, and while it's a sort of dedicated hands-on program where there's going to be teams of experts working with you from across the Save the High Street community, um, looking at everything from renegotiating rents with your landlords to putting in place local delivery, setting yourself up for e-commerce, engaging your local community, anything it takes to make sure that you succeed in this period, uh, we've really focused through that tool and through the support of our other partners of getting that price down to just £16 a week. So, um, so yeah, so a whole series of programs that we're putting in place, a real end-to-end program of support from um, free ideas um, through to hand-held, um, intensive, ongoing, personalised expert support through Join Joe uh, to ensure that every high street business has the best chance of success through this period. Okay, so that's a little bit about what's going on here. I've got some of these questions starting to come in. So I'm asked first a question here from Eric, um, who's come in from Twitter as a DM. Um, Eric's asked, um, you know, law firms on the high street are super different to coffee shops. Um, how can an app work for both? Okay, so um, I'll talk a little bit, take a little bit of background about the high street. Obviously, there's lots of different types of businesses on the high street. And one way of breaking down the high street is into um, a few different uh, sort of categories that we look at here. Um, so you've got products that are being offered that are quite commoditized. Um, you've got products that are being offered that are really quite specialized and niche and differentiated. Um, you've got services which are physical. Um, so that would be anything where you physically need to be there, whether you're getting your hair cut, uh, whether you're dropping your clothes in. Um, and then you've got information services, much more like a law firm. Um, and information services, you don't physically need to be there. You could be remote over the phone. You could be engaging with somebody through uh, chat. You don't physically need to be there to get that done. Um, and other parts of the high street are around things like experiences, uh, where coffee shops can fit in, and what we call um, on-demand, uh, which is you know the high street working really well on that last mile to fulfill the convenience side of the high street. Now, each one of those different categories has some different vulnerabilities to the future, different vulnerabilities at the moment, um, as well as some different key strategies that need to be put in place. Um, I think the question that was being asked here by Eric is, is asking whether an app works for both. I wonder if that focuses in actually about uh, whether Join Joe, which is an application that you can use for your business, can work for both. Ultimately, Joe is an entirely personalized program for every business. So no two law firms, no two coffee shops will have the same um, exact plan. But there are certain commonalities uh, between the challenges and the strategies that different types of businesses need to put in place. And just for you, Eric, if you're still listening into this, um, I'll give you some sort of indications around some of the differences between 
you know, coffee shops and uh, law firms in terms of those opportunity spaces. Um, so, you know, historically, pre-coronavirus, um, one of the most vulnerable spaces on the high street was actually in the information services category. Um, alongside commoditized products, this is the area that is most easy to replicate like for like as an online only solution. You don't really need to physically be there to be providing this service here. Uh, and in fact, one of the things we were looking at a lot with, you know, how the banks are going to, you know, innovate on their business model and become relevant on the high street is to become more like hubs for a lot of the professional services operators in a local market to be able to use those physical premises so that other information service providers who are providing professional services didn't need that cost base off the high street, sort of migrate things around. Um, whereas a coffee shop has very, very different challenges to um, anyone in the uh, the, uh, the uh, the information service space uh, because they're in the experience space and a lot of the time they're also in the convenience space so you know as an experience offering there's all kinds of stuff you can be doing to engage your local community through marketing to provide on-demand you know whether it's click and collect or uh, local delivery services uh, to really be a hub for that local community maybe that's one of the sort of common ties in the plans between a um, uh, a local community coffee shop and a local community law firm is actually you both can leverage the fact you're part of that local community, albeit with a different angle on it. Maybe a law firm, you could be attracting local businesses, you'd be doing seminars, you could be doing uh, talks, you could be kind of hosting your space for those local businesses to use, whereas a, a coffee shop, you could be hosting that space for, for other reasons. Um, but ultimately, going back to the core of your question here, you know, every business on the high street needs a plan to make sure you can weather this coronavirus era storm and set yourself up as successfully as possible on the other side. And what Joe as an app is doing um, is providing an entirely personalized plan for every individual business, depending on the exact circumstances you're in, looking at your specific opportunity, what your specific objectives are as a business owner. Um, and as a result, um, laying out a whole series of new ideas that you can put in place and supporting you putting those ideas uh, into action. So hopefully that answers your question, Eric, about you know how uh, a law firm and a coffee shop can be on the same app. Just coming in, looking at a couple of the other questions here. Uh, so I've got, um, apologies if I've mispronounced your name here, but it's, I've got Yukunal from uh, a Twitter DM as well. Um, so the question here is, I shut down my chippy uh, a while back, but I'm thinking of switching to delivery only. I've heard of Deliveroo. Is there anyone else who can deliver for me or should I put out an ad in the paper? Okay, so I think, again, I'm going to give a little bit of context here about what's going on in the delivery market because it's one of the most important dynamics happening around this transition plan for high streets generally. So... Let's take, a, let's take a little step back here. I mean, the high street is 500,000 outlets across the UK. Um, it's ultimately, even prior to um, all the stuff that's been going on around COVID-19, um, is potentially a distributed network of fulfillment centres for local consumers. So what do I mean by that? So, you know, the big online-only delivery companies, um, and increasingly in the restaurant space, what they call the cloud or the dark kitchens, uh, which are being set up without actually having the ability to walk in and are only delivery. 
These businesses here are setting up fulfillment centers, typically out of town, out of town product retail to fulfill demand from local consumers in city centers, in town centers, um, and in village centers around the UK. But actually, every single high street business that's offering products or food or uh, anything that can be delivered um, is actually its own mini fulfillment center already. And by switching on a local to local delivery offering, and there's steps we'll talk about to get there, you have the opportunity to serve that local community that you're serving through your physical premise already, actually a lot more efficiently than even Amazon is doing from out of town warehouses fulfilling demand in major towns and cities. So it's always been this big opportunity space. You know, we've moved into this world where we expect everything to happen now. You click, click a button and the cab just arrives. People expect things to be delivered quickly. So whether it's food or whether it's other forms of product that can be delivered, as a sort of high street business, you have an opportunity by getting your stock online, ideally connecting your inventory in that physical store to the online offer that you're offering for delivery, the online products available for delivery, and setting yourself up to offer a local on-demand, ideally you know, sub one hour, uh, but you know, can be um, same day uh, delivery service for your local community. There's always been this big opportunity over the last few years, and we've been um, exploring this um, from a number of different sides, even before coronavirus started to kick off. Now, once we started to see what was happening around um, the, the, uh, the spread of the pandemic in March, one of the first things we did that I didn't mention earlier, um, at more of a high street level, we started to look at what needs to be done here um, for the UK high street economy to ensure that remote ordering is available to everybody. Uh, and so we've started uh, engaging and evaluating all the different delivery partners um, who can serve local uh, consumer communities and support local businesses um, across the UK. Uh, and we've built out a full service model where we're, we're now engaging with um, uh, uh, a number of local authorities about putting in place local delivery um, on a whole set of different high streets within a borough or a district or a county. Um, so this is still in discussion phase. I don't want to talk too much about this, but what our aim is to do here is to make sure that every local business has access to a free delivery option that they can set up, whether it's through their own e-commerce site or whether they're taking orders, um, even through social media or over the phone or via email. And they can book a courier who's going to arrive on a daily basis to pick up products from the businesses on that high street and drop them off to local consumers within a 10 mile radius of that store. So, you know, we're doing some stuff at the place level there, but then at, at the local business level, whether you're a restaurant or whether you're a retailer, you know, moving quickly in this market to be able to offer local delivery is really important. Um, there's been a distinction that's been drawn between essential and non-essential products. And so if you're in the essential category uh, and you're offering groceries, pharmaceuticals, health products of some sorts, um, there's a good chance you've actually had an upswing in demand and you've actually been very busy. But, you know, from a general sense, I think it's, it's really important that every business, even in the essential category, is looking at how do you provide a remote ordering option? 
How do you provide delivery to your local customers? And obviously, as a priority, we need to be thinking about the elderly, the vulnerable, and the self-isolating. Uh, but the reality is for you know, the sake of the, uh, mitigating the spread of coronavirus and supporting consumers in what they want today, every essential um, category uh, retailer really needs to be looking at um, local on-demand delivery. Um, and again, if you're interested in this, any detail on this space, just drop us a line at savethehighstreet.org. We can share with you more resources on anything we're talking about today. Um, if you're in the non-essential camp, um, it becomes even more important to start to look at this. So, you know, if you want to continue trading on, and we'll have a general conversation about this, hopefully before the end of this session, uh, and there'll be more that we'll share about this um, through the newsletter and, you know, maybe on a follow-up session uh, with the guys at Intuit QuickBooks. Um, but if you're in this non-essential category, and you're saying, well, I'm not allowed to open, yeah? You know, I'm offering a product or a service that is not able legally to open as a business, but I want to carry on trading. And I might be furloughing some of my staff, but I want to make sure that I'm set up to offer delivery, or I'm already offering delivery. How do I take this to the next level? Well, there's a number of measures. I'll just give some headlines on here. So firstly, again, moving from just offering sort of conventional um, delivery to anybody around the world in a couple of days to actually saying, how do I get set up as a local delivery offering through their website? And again, there's a number of different options here. There's courier services you could hook your website to. Um, there's marketplaces um, and talked about here, you said you've heard of Deliveroo. Um, going back to your question, there's a number of others uh, that can be looked at here. Just Eat's the major alternative player uh, in the UK. Um, but there are a series of other marketplaces that are supporting restaurants and retailers. Um, some of those are a little bit more sector focused. Um, so they set up primarily to support independent businesses, um, whether that's you know not on the high street or actually supporting a lot on the high street, um, whether that's Truva, you know, who've been very good around uh, supporting businesses in uh, the homeware space whether it's down your high street, who are doing some great stuff um, around supporting businesses, uh, particularly in certain categories, very strong in the toy category, for example, um, whether they're local specific marketplaces who are set up really to serve specific local communities. And one of the things we've been pushing a lot of the local delivery apps to do, um, uh, we're seeing this primarily working better in the US at the moment with businesses like Postmates, um, is getting the delivery, the food delivery companies taking delivery for everybody else. Um, now, one of the challenges with the big delivery operators who've got a lot of power at the moment is, you know, the rates are still significant. And I think it is in, important to keep your eyes open. And um, there is a lot of demand, there's business out there. You can get onto these delivery apps and you can start making sales. But looking at how do you set up your own delivery offering, build your own database of customers, or using your existing database of customers to make deliveries at a much higher margin has to be on the table as part of your consideration set. And looking at the second tier marketplaces that may not have the same volume of orders they can get through as Deliveroo and Just Eat can get through um, is also a really important consideration. So everybody, we go through sort of our work and our program, we'll look at all of those different marketplaces and make sure that A, you're set up on your own e-commerce site to offer local delivery to your customers and you're building your own database and using your own database. But B, also you're looking at how do you optimize your cross-channel e-commerce sales, whatever you're selling. 
Um, so I really do see the high street as this big network of warehouses, not just showrooms and experiences that allows the high street to fight back against you know, even the biggest online only uh, players, not just in this coronavirus era, but beyond. And just now's this opportunity to get yourself set up um, to make sure you're successful in the, the period, not just now, but at the other side. So I'm just flicking through some of the other questions going on here. Um, hopefully that answered your questions, Yupanal. Um, you were asking whether you should put an ad in the paper. Um, I wouldn't advise that. Maybe drop us a line directly. Uh, we can help show you, put you in the direction of some professional couriers that can help set you up for this. Um, okay, so I have question here um quite a general question from adam from facebook yeah i'd love to be able to follow this up a little bit more maybe afterwards you know if you want to drop the guys um save the high street.org a line uh, maybe we can help a little bit more on this but you said um, i need a new plan for my business to survive hard to get started i own a cafe any advice so i'll just put some principles here on the planning you know clearly there's there's, there's tons of things. We've been looking at you know, over 100 different specific tactics that businesses can put in place and categorizing those that are just really coronavirus era centric at the moment um, and categorizing those and building content about those and serving those up to businesses um, either through the SaveTheHighStreet.org newsletter or on the Join Joe program. Uh, but the key principles of putting in place a plan at the moment. Um, so firstly, I think, you know, Get out there. These kind of resources, the kind of stuff that, you know, Intuit QuickBooks are doing here is fantastic. You know, there's resources out there, you know, where people are sharing good advice. Um, and there's other people, other high street businesses coming onto programs like this. We're, we're doing, you know, ask the expert type stuff, but it's a little bit much more specific around just individual ideas from high street businesses being shared um, through like one minute videos. But ultimately, if you can get some advice uh, from this set of um, resources, whether it's um, whether it's here today or beyond, and the, on these sort of eight thirty to nine o'clock um, sessions that Intuit's doing, that's great. I, I do think, um, Adam, just looking at your question here, you know, I think the first step to be thinking about as a, an independent coffee shop is, you know, what are the what's the sort of uh, universe of different ideas I can get down on the table, yeah? Can you, whether you're working with us or you're working on your own, can you get down all those individual things that you could be doing to put in place um, to either save money or make money in this period, to either in improve your business right now or set yourself business up uh, on the other side? Um, and then what you need to start to do is start to get these ideas into a bit of an order. So what we're doing a lot with businesses is uh, using a project management tool to help them sort of schedule those ideas and then to work out who's doing what, you know, who in your team is doing what. Do you need to sort of reskill anybody in your team? You know, are you at home with your family and can people help you out with some of this? You know, whether this is thinking about how you, you know, rethink about, your brand positioning online, you know, how you get access to the information that maybe help you think about your product offer moving forward. You know, can you get some information to look at who is your target market today? And is that going to be your same target market over the coming weeks, let alone the coming months? You know, can you get this information together and can you start to then as a result put in place some interventions in your business? Can you start to do things differently? Whether that's about, you know, even add everything on there, applying for loans, furloughing your staff, you know, thinking about how you engage your customers daily on your Twitter feed, 
whatever it is, get everything down and start to build a roadmap of activity for yourself and for anybody else that's working on your business. Um, so I know we're running a little bit tight on time now, but you know, Adam, if you want to drop us a line, we can send you a little bit more about um, sort of the planning process uh, put in place and maybe some specific ideas uh, that other businesses in our network who are coffee shops are putting in place. Um, just looking here, I've uh, got a few questions coming through. Um, yeah, we've got um, something here from Aaron Patrick from, a, from the Facebook page. Um, Aaron, your question has been picked up. I've just been told by the Intuit QuickBook teams that I'm going to have to wrap up. Again, if you want to drop us a line, I've picked up your question here. Um, happy to come back to you about this. All about online presence is a big topic. What can you be doing right now to set up your online presence? Okay, right. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate everyone's time. Thanks to QuickBook Intuit uh, for getting me almost into a suit for the first time in two weeks, uh, for the first time for this type of uh, webinar conference call as well. Um, tomorrow, um, and actually it's not tomorrow, it's on Tuesday morning. The next one of these is going to be with a lady called Helen uh, McGillivray. And apologies if I pronounced your name wrong. It's going to be 8.30 Tuesday morning. And it's going to be, she's a psychological therapist from Compass Therapy. And she's going to be taking questions on anything uh, to help with your team's mental well-being. And if you've got any questions for me um, that I haven't been able to get to today, drop us a line at savethehighstreet.org and we'd be happy to help. And in the meantime, stay safe, stay positive, And don't forget, you know, um, you know, the future of the high street is not about, you know, what's going on right now. It's about what we do now um, to impact that future. And everybody um, listening in can play a part in that future. So thanks very much for your time. Have a good day.